Yo guys, what's going on? Episode 12 with Demonic and Frishy on the other side of the mic. What's going on, Frishy? Yo, what's going on? What's going on? Happy to be back. Talk some shit. Get hit. You know how it is. <laughs> Fair enough, bro. Episode 12. The other episodes are going well. I saw the analytics. We're looking good. We're we're in several countries. Um, I think US is our number one um, with like the yeah, East yeah. Coast. Yeah, the East Coast representing hard. Uh, there are some on the West Coast, kind of like in um, the Washington State, but you know we're we're chilling, we're chilling. Uh, but we have a lot of Europeans and uh, people from Asia, so it, it's good. It's good. Like I like good. what I'm seeing. That's what I like to hear. It's it sounds like it's going better than the price of crypto these past couple of weeks. I'll tell you that much. Bro, I don't even know how to like wrap my head around it. Like before we started, I was like, oh, I can't believe this project has like 0.384. And then I looked at it and I was like, 0.38 is like 400 bucks or something like that. And I was like, 0.3 before was like, you know, something crazy, like a grand or something, you know? And um, like now it's just like, I'm still in that mindset of like 0.3 is a grand, is a grand, you know? Like, but. uh, I was. I just read something funny and it was saying, you remember that you remember that, uh, that mint that you paid 0.2 for and it was, and it was, uh, the equivalence of $1,000. Well, now it's worth $0 and you're stuck with a <laughs> shitty mint. <laughs> Bro, people are really shitting on NFT uh, NFTs right now. I don't know how, how to feel about it because like I genuinely still stand by this, that like we know the blockchain, like, uh, is like the future, you know, I, I just see that like things are changing. And the thing is even like the Bitcoin convention and these cryptocurrency conventions, like big names, like Kevin O'Leary and all these like business guys are all there just doing investments. And before it wasn't like that. So like they can see that there's like a change and they need to like adapt or else they'll be left in the dust. You know what I mean? So everyone always says we're early. And the thing is like we were early before, but now we're really early because we took a few steps back, you know, back to 2018 prices. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dude, you you never know. It was really interesting. Uh, Elon Musk put out a tweet a couple years ago and it was basically like, talking about the different i'm not sure if we talked about this already talking about the different prices of what he thought bitcoin was gonna be and it said like it said like it said like thirty thousand forty thousand twenty thousand fifty thousand twenty one thousand sixty thousand eighty thousand fifty thousand something like that and like it was pretty much correct in terms of the heights and the, you know, the, the floors and the ceilings for each of the ones. And, you know, we're not far from 21,000 now in terms of clearing 50,000 a couple months back. And then now at, at 19, 20,000, but listen, I, I, I continue to, to up my ante and my stake in Bitcoin and Ethereum, just because I truly think that hopefully in the next five years, it'll be closer to a hundred thousand dollars. Um, but you never know. Same thing with NFTs. I mean, listen, the heights and falls of everything. It was super, super hot a year ago today. Um, it was the number one thing that was Googled for a solid month plus. Uh, and like now, like one eighth of the wallets are actually trading or something ridiculous. But I think it'll come back. It's the it's the typical market bull and bear. And, you know, as we're as we're in this bear market, I'm I'm here for the ride and hopefully we'll stick it out and we'll we'll 
pay the price once it picks back up. Um, but you know, NFT NYC looked hype. It looked great. I think it was what, like last week, a week and a half ago or something like that. It looked so much fun. Um, lots of great activity, lots of great projects released news about, you know, upcoming collections and what they were planning on doing in the future. Um, so I had FOMO for sure. Well, that's the thing. Like, uh, we definitely need to go, right? Hopefully people can, you know, someone can sponsor our trips out there. (laughs) But, um, in the meantime, we could talk about what, what just went on like a week ago or so. So like the big name projects, I think like we're the most hyped. Obviously we saw a lot of people post it or paid to get their stuff marketed and posted in Times Square. Um, I know I saw like Wonder Pals, uh, Dead Fellas was there. Uh, I don't know if Cool Cats, no, Cool Cats was also projected onto like Times Square and stuff like that. I don't know if Doodles did, but regardless, Doodles did that crazy announcement about Doodles too. Yeah, no, so, Doodles, Doodles was all over Times Square. Yeah, so there you go, because obviously they announced their like, their little thing about duplicators and obviously that information came out that like some of the duplicators are like uncommon, very common or something like common, very common. And then like rare Rare. or something like that. Yeah. yeah. So the price is definitely fluctuating. I know uh, a a certain someone uh, got himself one. Oh dude, I'm all in. I'm all in. (laughs) I've been talking about this for the past 11 episodes. I've literally been talking about how I love doodles I finally yeah. decided to splurge. I, I bought a duplicator. Um, the price dipped pretty hard, so I decided to, to buy in. And honestly, the floor right now is the exact same price that I bought it at. So whatever, it's it's not a big deal for me. Um, I also bought their Genesis box, which is an add-on. Basically, Doodles 2, they're planning on having it to be like millions of people can mint it, Okay. So you mint a basic doodle um, and you can add on stuff, different clothes, different uh, accessories, different music, different like, you know, skateboards, bikes, whatever. Um, And the duplicator allows you to duplicate, given the name, the traits from the original OG doodles collection. So those are the most rare ones. Um, and then the Genesis box, which was a 24,000 collection that they just did a bucket auction for that ended the other day, um, allows you to get like a one-time use of different, uh, different accessories or whatever to add to your doodles too. So I bought a Genesis box. I bought a duplicator. Um, again, you know, the floor price isn't crazy on all of those right now, just because, it's not going to be until Doodles 2 is announced. But the, the people that are holding these blue chip, secondary blue chip collections yeah. are not flippers for the most part. Like they're people that genuinely want to be a part of the project. Um, it, it's kind of it's kind of crazy because like I wonder if it's like <clears throat> Doodles has become like it's just such a friendly ecosystem. I feel like, so it's like any opportunity to join it. I feel like people are going to take it and they have taken it. And like, even like, look at the Genesis box. Like you showed me all the auctions. Like they ran kind of like an auction, depending if you reached like the certain price value, you would get a box. Bro, people were buying like hundreds of boxes. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, is this how badly you guys want to be in this ecosystem? Bro, Pranksy paid 290 Ethereum and got like, 
600 boxes or something like that. Sorry, he got 110 boxes, 145 boxes because the price ended up being 0.5. Um, he paid 290. One other guy paid 290 as well. Some other people paid 140, 120. Like, dude, a lot of big names were buying into these, getting hundreds and hundreds of boxes. And like, again, when I see people spending that much Ethereum on something, they're not spending it to lose money. They're spending it. A hundred percent. The fact that it's Genesis is like what I yeah. think is going to raise the price, especially if these guys are going to have like a majority of the, like the supply, you know, like if there's demand and they have like the supply, they're going to, they're going to determine the price. Right. So like, they're obviously going to like ask for like, at least like double their money, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I watched the entire doodles, uh, NFT NYC presentation. It was like 30 minutes long beyond fantastic presentation. They brought on Pharrell Williams as their chief brand officer. Who's pretty big in the NFT space. Um, they're releasing different, uh, entertainment lines. So they're doing an album. They're, they're hoping to, to get into the entertainment side of things, the gaming side of things. They had a huge announcement that Alexis Ohanian, um, who most people know as being one of the co-founders of Reddit, Alexis Ohanian, his VC, his venture capital firm, um, that if you don't know what VC is or venture capital, it's basically a company that has a shit ton of money and they invest in different projects. Um, Alex, Alexis Ohanian's VC is leading the first funding round for Doodles. Um, Doodles does not need to raise money. What they are doing is establishing a strategic partnership with Alexis Ohanian's VC. Um, so they got a deal with Columbia Records, which is one of the biggest records. So like, again, this is one of the things that like I've been saying and people know that if they've been listening, that I, I'm a firm believer in doodles and the ecosystem and the entire uh, brand as a whole. And this is just solidifying my thoughts. Um, I did buy myself an early birthday present. Um, I doodles, their shop was selling <laughs> physical, uh, products. So I bought this like really cool hanging den, uh, Zen doodle, um, that like you connect it to literally the ceiling and it just levitates. Um, and it's pretty big. It's like a foot tall. And then I bought myself a shirt cause you know, I'd spent a couple thousand dollars on doodle stuff already. Why not spend a couple hundred more? Right. That was, that was my thought process. Yeah. No, it would be so funny. I know I was like teasing you about like the size of it and stuff like that, you know, um, you know how like men make stupid penis jokes, but bro, imagine like, imagine it was actually like, uh, full size. Like, I don't know how big the characters are in doodles. Like if they want to disclose that, if they were actual characters, yeah. I'm assuming they're like human size. Imagine you had like a life size, like doodle, <laughs> like that would be sick. Well, dude, the reason why they did this, this, the Zen Doodles uh, physical piece was because at uh, South by Southwest and NFT NYC, they had the ginormous version. Like the one I bought was one foot tall. I think this ginormous version was like six feet tall or something that they had as like one of the centerpieces of their exhibit. Um, so they just scaled it down and released, you know, a limited batch to people. But um yeah, that's the thing. When you say limited, uh, how many were there? I know you sent me like a picture of it, but do you know? Dude, to be honest with you, I know that they they tweeted a couple of days ago and their shop was only open for like three or four days. So I can't yeah. imagine 
imagine that more than a couple hundred were sold. I can tell you that the first, um, one of the first like physical art pieces that they did, they only released a couple hundred of them. And like the buy-in price was the exact same. It was $350. Um, and like, I just saw one sell on secondary market for around a thousand dollars. Damn. Cause you know what it is? Like, like, I don't know if you're, did you watch Pokemon when you were younger? Does a bear shit in a woods? Of course I did. (laughs) Okay. So like Pokemon, like bro, if someone gave me like a friggin' stuffed animal Pokemon, I would like, I'm a grown ass man and I would still accept it. You know what I mean? Um, exactly. Gotta catch them all. Um, but like now it's like people are majority of the space is by like adults, right? It's like, you don't have kids. Well, to be fair, there are some 14, 15 year olds, but when I mean kids, I mean like 10 year olds and stuff like that. I wonder if like the nostalgia is going to be the same in a few years where like, let's say like doodles kind of like at some point, like obviously the founders are going to get older and at some point it's going to just kind of, I'm assuming like these NFT projects are eventually going to either be passed on or they're going to have to come to an end at some point. Like, you know, you would think, or at least I'm thinking this. And it's like, will there be that same nostalgia where people are like, Oh my God, remember when we used to like play with NFTs or like, you know, be degenerates about NFTs. Will like people be chasing these artifacts? Like, are they as popular as like, those little Pokemon characters that you would have, like uh, not even the trading cards, but like the actual characters. Yeah. So one, I don't think that NFTs will go anywhere. I think that there's going to be more and more use cases for NFTs um, in the future. Like again, people, when you think of an NFT mainstream, people just think of a, of a digital art, right? Like a profile picture or something like that. But again, you have to remember if you've ever gone to any sporting event, in the last couple of years and you use your phone to enter and the ticket is on your phone, that is an NFT. That is literally an NFT. This is going to be widely adaptable. They'll, they'll start. I mean, again, I work in the technology space for like my real time job. So like even with the government, dude, what they're, what they're trying to do is no longer physical ID cards. Okay. They're doing it. So your phone is the card. You scan your phone, right? And that is your personal ID. That is still an NFT, right? There's not a single other thing that can be duplicated like that. And you can change it every single day. So it's one custom, you know, for each day of the week or any time that you're entering, it creates a new NFT and that's being used to to scan in. Um, So again, like I don't think it's going anywhere. uh, But in terms of like the nostalgia behind it, I, I hope so. I hope that, you know, these are the Genesis items. Um, but, you know, even like like the Lobstars, for example. I did marketing work for the Lobstars. Um, and it's by Philip Colbert. Colbert, Colbert, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He's a pretty famous artist. Um, and for helping them, aside from paying me, they yeah. he gave me one of their uh, collectible um, vinyl figurines. And like, Mm. again, you know, you go online and it's a pretty expensive thing because it's a limited collection and it's his, you know, key art pieces. Same thing with Edgar plans. You know, he's selling, uh, he's selling plush toys of the little hero style, uh, art pieces. And like, these are selling for hundreds and hundreds, thousands of dollars. So like, again, 
there's always a way to spin off your digital business being an NFT project and bringing it to the, the physical world whether it be toys or apparel or anything of that, or even like paintings, right? There's always a way to continue to make more money and add more value to, to whoever wants to buy. Well, uh, like, first off, it's nice that they did that, the whole Lobstars thing and stuff like that. That's the thing. That's what I like about the space. Like, I don't think people are fake. So obviously there are going to be some people that are going to be like hella sketchy, but I genuinely like the NFT space, like everyone says it's about community and obviously everyone's here trying to make some money. And, but that's the thing I wanted to mention that like when things stick around when they make money and like, yes, they're making money off royalties, but unless these NFT projects are like adapting and like creating new things, their only revenue is going to be these royalties. And sure. Like it is, I guess, quote unquote, passive income, but I'm sure like there's so many people behind the team that they need to implement cool things. So like this whole doodles like outfit thing, I'm, I'm sure like the reason they did this was like obviously to build the brand, etc. But at some point, I feel like there needs to be a cutoff or like, I don't know, not that there needs to be it, but it's almost like it's going to be hard just to keep it going. I don't know, like maybe I'm, uh, I'm just very short-sighted with this. Again, we're still so early in the space that like there are only a couple... Board Ape Yacht Club, what did they do? They have their original OG collection of Board Ape Yacht, Yacht Club. Then what did they do? Mutant Ape Yacht Club. Then Board Ape, Board Ape Kennel Club. Then Other Side. Then Codas. And then another Other Side collection. And then another collection. There's so many ways that if you have a strong, like a solid fan base and following that you can continue to provide. Oh, sorry. I forgot about ApeCoin as well. But like continue to provide benefits to everyone and we're not even talking about any games or any uh, i mean they did they have apparel that you can buy but like we're not even talking about the spin-offs as well again i i always say this but like these nft projects it's not an nft projects the successful ones are companies right and you can bring as many different revenue streams to your company as people will pay for so why not why not if you have an awesome artwork and an awesome fan base and they want a play to earn game or they want a game or they want to pay for an album produced by Pharrell Williams that's exclusive to the doodles or they want, I don't know, a movie or a short series, why not continue to provide this and make more money off of it? You're making money off of your brand. Once you've established your brand, you can swing that a million and a half ways, right? Some of it yeah. will work won't yeah no and, and that's the thing i agree with you that they need to keep changing it's just like how and this may be like me just playing devil's advocate i'm just trying to see like how far can they go and that's what's going to be interesting to see if like like you said these quote-unquote companies are going to be able to do that and keep up in order to stay like labeled as a blue chip right because like at some point, what they also need to do is provide, I guess, like a level of education as well. At least this is how I see it. Because like, say someone comes into the NFT space as like a newcomer and that they see board apes, like all of us have seen Basie, but like the only way we're going to get into Basie is we play like literally a quarter of a million dollars, right? We weren't yeah. there since the beginning. So we're already like missing out on ApeCoin. We're missing out on like other deeds, right? So it's kind of like, yeah. 
it's just a shame that like we weren't there from the start. So newcomers are going to be like, I don't know if they're going to be as invested as someone that was a part of it since the beginning, right? So yeah. I think the demand actually might d- diminish, but this just might be be being like a bit of a, a dick right now. <laughs> but yeah. like obviously, like you know, ride ride the ride the, the the gravy train, you know, while they can. Demonic, let me ask you this: you you love dead fellows, right? We all yeah. know that. If you have the opportunity, if Visa, the the credit card company, if Visa had had seriously, no, no, hold, like, yeah. Visa had a partnership with Dead Fellows, and you could pay twenty dollars to get your Dead Fellows on a custom Visa credit card. Would you do it? Okay, twenty dollars. Yeah. I, I hear. You. I hear you, but like I don't really use my physical card a lot. I use oh, it like, like- <laughs> I don't believe in digital payments. No, nah, yo, I use Apple Pay, bro. <laughs> but I know what you mean. Saying? Huh? You understand what I'm saying though. I get like, what I you're get- saying. Like Yeah. It's like, what? yeah, of course. If it's a small fee to get some sort of like sentimental little artwork that we like on like a phone case even 100%. I've even been asking them for like apparel cuz like that's how like bullish I am on the project. So like I know what you mean. I'm just saying as a newcomer like I myself like I was I stayed invested even if I even though I wasn't in it. Do you get it? And then once I was in it, I was like already knowledgeable on it. That's 100%. what I'm saying. And you're probably listen, with any business what is the hardest, what is the, w- one of the, the, the biggest costs in a business is the cost of acqui- like of acquiring a new customer. That is the biggest cost. Where do you make your money? You make your money on repeat customers. Okay. Because it, one, it costs you basically nothing to get a repeat customer. And that's just where you're going to have the vast majority of, of your, your secondary sales. Not in terms of NFT space. So, like again, you as a dead fellows holder yeah. are more likely to mint, probably ninety percent more likely to mint another dead fellows project or secondary collection or anything that's associated 100%. with dead fellows NFT or not than the average person. Hundred okay? percent. Yeah. So, like again, that listen, only two percent of of NFT projects, if not one percent or less are blue chip or successful. Okay. Yeah, like exactly. 90% of NFT projects are bad investments. Well, we don't even know probably like, a, like maybe like 95% of them. Cause it's just like anyone can create them. Right. And, and, and what's funny, if you go to Twitter, I, I'm pretty sure like, I, I swear like five days of the week, uh, hashtag free mint is trending anyways. So yeah, I feel like people- always. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally. I mean, it's trending for me right now just because of, the the algorithms of, of what I'm searching for, but like oh, free is trending. Um, and dude, you can scroll through this and like, literally I've never heard of just about every single one of these. Projects. Exactly. Bro. And that, that's how it is with these communities. Like I'm a part of like, um, we, I mentioned this earlier possessed. Now I'm part of like this other project called sinners. I'm looking into cause it's quite cool. But with the possessed, like, did you get whitelist for sinners? No. So I got a vigilante role. So the way this disc, like they're kind of getting more clever or like kind of trying to 
make it more interactive. So the way the discord for possessed work was like you had visitor passes and you had like an allocated time. And then eventually once you got like test subject, you were allowed in the server forever. Uh, yeah. The way sinners works is like the discord's completely closed and they had like this competition, three phases. I only got through two of them. The third one, like only like a hundred out of like certain people made it and they made like an error on their part, but regardless, I didn't get in. And then, uh, I think the mod or one of the founders, uh, had to kind of like, I guess I like my Twitter engagement and gave me the vigilante role. So there's agent, which is just anyone that wants to partake in the server, but has no access other than the basic like FAQs vigilante is like the next step. It gives you access to the server. And then sinners is the whitelist role, which doesn't give you any more access. It just gives you access to the wallet submission so that you can submit your wallet for the contract. So okay. no, I haven't gotten that role yet though but i will i i I know i know deep down i saw that you ran a a twitter space the other day i joined in for a little bit talking with some of the sinners uh what is it yeah dude i joined in i was creeping i was waiting for you to give me yesterday yesterday. oh but he wasn't in it i i I just tagged him yeah yeah i know i was in it i was in it that's what i was i was creeping and listening in Waiting for the shout oh, out. Oh. It's all right. Yo, you know, we were just so good that I had to scroll maybe to see your name, you know? <laughs> Yo, there were many people in it at one point. I was really impressed. I was to, really to, impressed. To be, to be fair, you definitely must have been at the bottom because, like, I kept a quick eye on it because obviously, as a host, I need to, like, check who's speaker, da da da. So if I would have yeah. saw your face 100%, I would have said something. And I don't know if you heard me throughout, I was saying, like, hi to people. But yeah, it, bro, it, was, it was one of those things where like people like uh, the engagement in any form. And I prefer like a VC talk like, you know, we both like to talk. So I was just like, you know, what? why not? And then it was with someone from our alpha server, Alpha Kings. Uh, you saw Jujubee. Yeah. So I, yeah, she reached out to me and was like, yo, do you want to do space? And I said it was a great idea. And uh, we just did it. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, I mean, we're we're coming to the end here. Um, let's do two things really quickly. One, actually three things here. One, okay. nothing that we say on our podcast is financial advice. We're just two DGens talking about our degenerate moves. Um, so always do your own research and, and make decisions for yourself. Two, Ethereum price as of right now on Sunday, July 3rd, uh, 1222 Eastern time. $1,055 and Bitcoin price is $19,055. Wow. Okay. Um, third thing that I want to talk about really quickly, I think of a really cool uh, project to potentially look into. And I'm really interested to see where this will be next week when we have our podcast is Dope Ape Club. Okay. It's the first NFT collection. Um, with IP rights from a Board Ape Yacht Club holder. Okay. Wait, say this again. Dope Ape Yacht Club? Dope Ape Club. Uh, dope Ape Club. It's not on trending. Uh, how did you find this? Oh, no, it is. It is? Okay. okay. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's literally he he or she use, he has one, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven different Board Apes. Um, and they created a collection because board ape holders have IP rights to their collection. He created a collection, basically taking the, uh, base image of his bases 
and just added different stuff onto them. So like you can own a subsidiary Basie, for example. And like this isn't the typical, you know, Grandpa Apes Club or Atlantic Voyager. Yeah. Like this is a legit Board Apes Yacht Club holder who created a collection based off of his bases. Um, so it's super, super cool. I think that it has a lot of potential. It just minted yesterday, I believe. I'm not 100% sure. But I think it, you know, floor price right now is 0.15. There's been 7,300 sales today, almost 1,000 uh, ETH in trade in secondary trade volume. Yeah. I think something definitely, definitely to keep an eye on. And I'm interested to see um, where it'll be next week when we talk. You know what I'm interested in seeing? Where is this? God hates NFTs. Ah, I saw that too. I saw that too. I saw it a long time ago, like, or as in like before their launch. I think it's going to tank. I really do. Uh, the You know what's funny though? They've taken like the Rick and Morty yep. face. Yes, and- and I think that's what, like, I guess hooked people on it. But it's it's nothing special. Yeah, but they they did it making fun of the yeah yeah NFT uh, what not March but like um, the protests and stuff like that. Yeah, protests outside of NFT NYC from the other week. But yeah, 100%. again, I, I'm interested. It, to- yeah, that's the thing. I think maybe it has like a short like like lifespan, but. Like that, that's the thing. I think you need to know when to get in and when to get out with projects like this one. Yeah. I mean, the floor price is 0.53 and there's a really, really good amount of secondary trade volume. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely interested to seeing how that does next week. So we'll, we'll see. God hates uh, NFTs and uh, dope ape club. We'll, we'll see where those are at next week, but uh demonic, Pleasure as always, my friend. I'm definitely looking forward to episode 13 next week. Um, and yeah, any final words for the people? Oh man, let's just uh, let's just end it on a lighthearted note here that um, Ethereum one day could potentially go up, and that's what I'm hoping on because, <laughs> like, that's literally like what I'm praying for. That's it. Like, you know, I'm in NFTs, and like, I was even like, bro. At some point, I was looking at like the amount of money I had in MetaMask, and it's just gone down, obviously, because of the value. And I was just like, I was like, as long as I have my fingers crossed, like nothing can harm me. And I was like, oh my god, you like, I don't know. Anyways, I'm waffling here. Let's just end it. I'll see you next week. See everyone. I'll catch you guys later.